All right, hello, everyone. Hello. There we go. All right, hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Jason King. Uh, I'm going to be the moderator and discussant today. Uh, I'm at the Clive Davis Institute of Recorded Music in New York. Uh, the reason we are here today is partly because Melissa Arnett Elliott, that you better know as Missy Elliott, uh, is uh, partly responsible for the title of this entire conference, right? Get your freak on. So uh, when I was trying to come up with an idea for a panel, it was really obvious. Um, uh, and I thought what would be a good idea was to assemble a roundtable to discuss her two decades of creative output. And this is before the Super Bowl happened. Uh, and then the Super Bowl happened, and we're like, this is a perfect time. So I think we're all really happy to be here to just talk about Missy and, and give her some shine for a minute. Um, so let me just start and introduce the uh, participants. So all the way to my right and on your left, Patty Ahn. So Patty is the uh, Andrew W. Mellon Postdoctoral Fellow at Occidental College. She earned her PhD in Critical Studies from the School of Cinematic Arts at the University of Southern California. Her dissertation, Aftermarkets of Empire, Korean Popular Music, and the Global Logistics of Race and Gender in the U.S. Media Industries, examines the cultural and industrial history of K-pop and the role that music videos have played in the industry's global marketing strategies. Uh, Amy. Yep. Just Amy. Amy. Okay, I'm, I want to do the full French version. Uh, Amy Cox is a cultural anthropologist and tenured professor of African and African American studies at Fordham University. Her first book was Shapeshifters, Black Girls and the Choreography of Citizenship. She's on the editorial board of the Feminist Wire and a founding uh, editor and on the founding editorial board of Public, a Journal of Imagining America. Then we have uh, Zandria Robinson. Zandria is assistant professor of sociology at the University of Memphis. She writes on Southern hip-hop, the urban South, and black feminist themes in the work of black women, popular culture artists. Her book, This Ain't Chicago, Race, Class, and Regional Identity in the Post-Soul South, examines intersections of race, class, gender, and region in black identity. Uh, next, we've got Jody Rosen, critic at large for T, the New York Times uh, style magazine. He was previously the music critic for New York Magazine, Slate, and The Nation. He's at work on a book, Two Wheels Good, A Bicycle History of the World, to be published in 2016. And currently setting up to my left. <laughs> yeah, I'm having some issues. Are you having a few issues? <laughs> yeah, okay. it's not showing up, but maybe we could get it. Okay. I yeah. think we have just, yeah, some tech stuff to work out. I'll read your bio really slowly. No, I mean, I'm sure, yeah, I'm showing the videos at the end, so maybe if we could read Okay, that. that's fine. So Julianne Shepard um, is a program committee member, of course, of uh, EMP here this year, and culture editor at Jezebel, staff writer at Rookie, and an adjunct professor of music writing at uh, my department, NYU's Clive Davis Institute of Recorded right. Music, and she wants you to know also she's an exceptional dancer. So that's, that's, I am. It happens to be in there. <laughs> Okay, so as soon as we get that taken care of, we will start chatting about Missy. Okay, so while that happens, I want to talk a little bit about... Um, Grab my last one, actually. Here. Save you some time. Okay. Okay, so ironically, I'm talking about Afrofuturism, and I can't work this computer. Um, <laughs> so that's fun. So I want to talk about how Missy Elliott's been using queer iconography via protégés to ensure her vision of Afrofuturism sustains itself in contemporary pop music. Um, so in 2008, Missy Elliott was diagnosed with Graves' disease, which is an autoimmune disorder that results in hyperthyroidism, generally affecting the entire body. So for Elliott, it's compromised her entire nervous system, 
altered her moods and resulted in hair loss. She's been getting a lot better um, through radiation treatment. Um, but until recent appearances on the Super Bowl and Alexander Wang's H&M runway and another performance with G-Dragon that I think we're going to see a little later, um, she's been largely in absentia in the public eye. She's produced and guested on tracks here and there, but it's been a transformative seven years in which to go quiet on the pop landscape. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's been a pretty transformative seven years to go quiet, right? Um, particularly in rap music and in dance music, two modes in which she works. Since 2008, rap music has become both more wildly experimental and more formalist, and yet her specter has always loomed. So rap merged with EDM, for instance, and Molly Popping became Derrigur. <laughs> Missy envisioned the Steve Aoki Waka Flocka world a decade earlier with So Addictive, Miss, Miss E, Miss E, get it? So Addictive. And now she's furthering it by working with Jackie, the, su the supergroup of sorts of Diplo and Skrillex. Also, rap's vocal patterns have become increasingly unhinged via Young Thug, via Migos, via Nicki Minaj. And that's been Missy from the minute the, the rain dropped. Uh, her Afrofuturism has been manifested, has often manifested itself in the dissolution of convention, the breaking down of genre, and a radical unwillingness to adhere to construct while at the same time referencing and twisting established references, as we'll see in a little bit in a video I'll show you. Missy Elliott's capacity to imagine and more crucially enact a future more dazzling than the one we can hope for IRL is one of her most important traits. She conveys possibility, a hope and imagination heretofore unseen, while still being a key figure in Afrofuturism, if not by strict definition, then in spirit, innovation, and liberation from the limitations of the English language, for one. Her compatriots, Aliyah and Timbaland, with whom she shared the moniker Super Friends, reinvented pop music in the 90s and early 2000s as a space where new, malleable ideas were presented as the only possible aesthetic forward, where music was imagined as though it were crafted in space or on other planets. Even the vocal compression on some of Missy's super duper fly cuts make it sound like she was rapping slash singing in an anti-gravity chamber. She's been rumored to be lesbian her entire career, be a lesbian her entire career. It doesn't matter either way, but it stands to reason that a patriarchal, patriarchal society would see her as such. She's someone who refused to capitulate to its vision of a desirable woman, a heteronormative patriarchal vision of a desirable woman who crafted her own means to sexuality. The trash bag, Remember the trash bag? Was wild, crazy, unique, because it was a trash bag. But in a time when bikini tops and miniskirts ruled, the trash bag was wild because it was so subversive. Missy's lipstick was always dark, cute, and glossy. She draped challenge in approachability and preternatural coolness. Her edginess was revolutionary, but subtle. Um, <laughs> I will say it's revolutionary. Um, but subtle, her flow directed us to our own conclusions. Um, so since she's been out of the spotlight, obviously she's coming back in and been working on her seventh album a lot um, more, which is good because it means she's in better health. Um, but since then, she's been mentoring and producing Shariah J, who is a Jersey-based rapper, singer, dancer who came up in the Vogue scene under the tutelage of the houses La Beja and Extravaganza. Missy Elliott is a known frequenter of Vogue balls, uh, 
Missy and Shreya, but Missy and Shreya allegedly met at a dinner party of mutual friends in 2008, and that was when she enlisted Shreya J to be her backup dancer. Shreya had been backup dancing for people like Ciara. And through Shariah, Missy has been using queer iconography to manifest her Afrofuturism. So the first track Shariah J dropped ever was called Banji, which is a drag ball term for which originally referred to a gay, black, or Latino man who dressed traditionally masculine. But Shariah understands it as a reference to all people, something that she referred to, uh, quote-unquote, ballroom ghetto girls, as she told Pooja Patel at the Fader. Um, Shariah is a vessel, but also, I posit, a cyborg feminist manifestation of Missy's ideal Afrofuturism. Um, Missy's been executive producing and directing her videos, and I think she's been projecting her idea of an ideal future onto and through Shariah J. This is not to take away Shariah's agency. They obviously collaborate quite a lot, as we'll also see, but um, she's using her as... Did I end oh. she, um, so she's the one point is that she's always since Aliyah died, Missy has always been trying to find a protege who can not maybe take her place but represent what Aliyah represented, which was this ideal futurist pop, um, the the most futurist pop in, in my opinion in the late nineties, um, and she's so you know she tried to do that with Sierra. One time in an interview, Missy actually told me she thought that Sierra was was basically the next Aaliyah. It didn't quite work out that way, so I think she went in another direction. Um, so this is a 2013 clip. I'm just going to show you a little bit. Oh. <laughs> wow. Um. This is, yeah, so Smash Up the Place was Shiraji's second single. And um, this is obviously executive producer in all caps, Missy Elliott, um, and co-directed with Samuel DeAngelis. And this is where her futurism and her formalism comes in. And the truck pulls out and left right? BJ, I'm gonna have you start right here. You need to get it with God in the morning. Cool. Illy. I want you to come over here and take place right up underneath the docks, all right? You can see the people. Hey. No, 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 Plain holes, keep a lookout for anybody. If anybody get caught, shut up, keep your hat. All I'm saying is, we need another strong individual. No followers, no fakes, true badges. Straight up. What would you do? We have what's in our FB and life. Trend it on Twitter. Text Graham it on Instagram. Post it on Cinegram. Chill, badges, alright? We're gonna get this thing done. Put the head in the paper, right? All we gotta do is roll in, smash up the place. Straight like that. This, this is. is. 
like a shotgun. My stickity style is wiggity well, I bounce down to no one. I biggity bang, I biggity bank, I'm hope like the Hogan. The biggity bustle, yiggity yes, I bustle like a Trojan. Wrist stay frozen, I get them iggity open. You triggity try me, you get your liggity legs broken. Now don't I look pretty, don't mistake me for a joking. I liggity like that ass, I like a biggity blunt smoking. Right to the floor, we smashing up the place. Run to the floor, cause we smashing up the place. You don't really wanna come smiling in my So obviously there's so much Missy in there. Um, her, uh, the formalism obviously is, it's all a reference to paid in full and it's a flip um, with women as, you know, the robbers. I haven't seen paid in full in so long. But um, yeah, so it's a, it's a flip on this like really traditionally masculine notion of a bunch of dudes and I mean, dead presidents. Jesus. All right. <laughs> right. Paid in full, different, different jam. <laughs> different movie and album. Great album. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so let me look at my notes now. Um, so, yeah, she's flipping it with dead presidents. Um, and also... You know, there's so much Missy in it, um, not just with her familiar intro and outro, but the aesthetic. You can trace that back to Aaliyah, obviously. Um, but in another case, this is kind of where Missy is the manifests herself as like the around the way futurist. Um, Sorry. I can't see. Okay. There's a little awkward with the screen. We have to see it differently. Just close it and then pop it. Pop it. No, I want that one. All right. I'm 
now you sorry because you blocked out. You only sorry because you got caught. Was your lover and your best friend and your biggest fan held you down? Never wanted you to fall off. Stayed out all night and send a text all caps where the fuck you at, boy. Woo! Stop lying, I can see right through you. Wait till I get my Okay, so I'm going over, but um basically these that song is her her futurism has manifested in uh Jersey Club music, um, which is the the uh Shirai's origins. And this just brings us to questions of um what I guess kind of the question I want to pose is what Missy is um how she, where she's taking her Afrofuturism now that she's sort of been in this limbo for a while and what we can expect if she's gonna go back to the formalism, the Jackie song was pretty uh I guess EDM formalist, which is a whole nother conversation. Um, and what it means for pop music because she's been such a strong force, driving force, really, uh, in 2015. Yeah. Sorry about the uh, the technicals, but thank you. Thanks, Julie. <laughs> Jody? 